to the third hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on my Talk 1071 and live streaming on a device near you. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly on this uh, Friday, February 9th, 2024. We got the dirt alert coming up. Then at 8.30, the moment you've been waiting for, weekly trivia face-off. Powered by our friends at Trivia Mafia. Uh, what's the category today, Holly, and who are our opponents? Our category today is Super Bowl Halftime Performances. And your opponents are Declan from Score North and our very own Super Bowl halftime show expert, Uh-oh. Mike Ganger. That's Ooh, right. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. How are you feeling, Jace? Um, I'm feeling mildly confident. Okay. Mildly Good. confident. You know what? As you should. Yeah. As you should, Jason. There are literally no up with people questions. Oh my goodness. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Well, you have such a good memory for all of that, Jay. So I'm relying on. Oh, that. you're very nice. I don't know if it, that's true right now, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, remember that band, that one guy who was up there? Well, and here's a little scarf on the microphone. And here's your hint they're not going back to the 1980s or before. These are all 1990s and. And to and the present day and for oh, yes, okay. so oh, so feeling better about that. That I want to give you some relief in that. So we're not going back to the to the eighties, the seventies, or even the sixties. Oh, good, good, good. Okay, okay, that's good. All right. Now, okay. now, okay, now I feel better. Yeah. Um, I didn't put this on the sheet, and I just realized I didn't. Uh, and it's perfect. Would you like me to review the uh, past lives? Yes. Right, because we're, we're going through the Oscar-nominated movies, and that's one of them. Yeah, I just I just realized I did not put that on the sheet, and uh, and I watched that a couple of days ago as we go uh, as we go through it. So, uh, let us do that. Yeah. It, uh, it won't take they that long. Movie review. Yeah. How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? My big fat movie review. Uh... So, as Alexis just mentioned, we're going through the Best Picture nominees. Now, we've tried this before on the show, and it never works. Uh, we have the best of intentions. Uh, we're like, hey, we're going to watch. Um, <laughs> we're going to watch all the films, or we're going to try to get through some of them. Every year we say that, yeah. Every single year. And we, we rarely do it. And uh, but this year, I got to tell you, we are doing pretty well. Yeah. We're doing pretty well. You especially, Jace. Well, I'm trying. So the movie that uh, we watched this week, and I believe this one was available on Paramount Plus. Mm, I think so. Yeah, maybe that's. Yeah, I know I didn't rent this one. This was, I believe, Paramount. Oh, no, Showtime. Well, yeah, so Paramount Plus. It's show... Oh, remember how confusing that is? <laughs> oh, it is. It's, it's Showtime on Paramount... Oh, God. Oh, Paramount Plus with Showtime? Oh. Yeah, thank you, Holly. Yeah, that's so ridiculous. <laughs> they should have either gotten... They should have gotten rid of one of the brands. It's so confusing for people. Anyway, bottom line, I watched this on Paramount Plus. So, this... Uh, this is a film out of South Korea 
And again, it's nominated for Best Picture. Um, I believe it came out in the summer. It's been out for a little while. And it is about two childhood... And the, the trailer is quite charming. And I'll say right off the bat, too, just like um, Anatomy of a Fall, which was very French, uh, this, too has uh, a substantial amount of subtitles. And I say that right off the bat because sometimes people, that's not their jam. They don't want to do subtitles. Um, so that's the first thing to note. The, it's, so the story, it's about two childhood friends, um, a little boy and a little girl who are very connected. Uh, their families are friends in South Korea. And uh, and you kind of, that's really what the beginning of the movie is about. You You, you watch them bond um, you watch them play. You watch the mothers uh, talk about how delightful they are. And you can kind of tell that the parents really kind of want them to be together. Well, uh, the family of the little girl, Nora, uh, decides to immigrate to the United States. Okay. Leaving the little boy. And... You then follow the the girl who then they the movie fast forwards quickly to her in her early twenties, and decades later, um, well, not decades, yeah, about a decade later, there's one reunion that happens via Facebook, via the the internet, and they and they talk over Skype. It's very funny to see the and hear the old Skype sound effects and the video conferencing. She's searching for old friends on Facebook as we've as we do, and they reconnected uh, on Skype. Well, then that ends. I don't want to give everything away. That ends, and then it is a it is I think thirteen years later, and you see that Nora meets an American. They get married, and then the back half of the movie is. Focusing on one week where they, he comes to New York, where she now lives. She's a writer with her husband. And they kind of have to confront, I know this sounds cheesy, they have to confront their, their path. Um, the road that they chose, really more the road that she chose, is that the right road? Is she with the right man? Um, mm. And and you see it through her eyes, their eyes. There are a lot of quiet moments. There are moments where <laughs> there are not. There's not a lot of dialogue. They're just walking around New York. Um. During the reunion, and you there's moments where you kind of feel bad for the husband. Because he's just kind of sitting there and these childhood friends who are now in their 30s, they are reconnecting. And you as the audience, you're like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. This is a little uncomfortable. There's a scene where they're at a bar and they're just kind of they're, He's the husband just kind of sitting there and they are talking. They're kind of their backs are kind of to the husband and they are chatting. And what makes it what makes it more wrenching is. Not only are they physically kind of leaving the husband out, but it's made, there's one more layer where they're speaking in Korean. So there's an isolation that you, there's a, there's a loneliness that you feel for the husband. 
because he's very much left out. And I believe he can speak a little Korean, but I mean, uh, anyway. Oh, it's played by John Magaro, who was in Origins of the New Black. Yes. Oh, he's a cutie patootie. He is a cutie patootie. Um, I liked this. I small L liked this. I didn't. I will say I wanted to love it more. The damn trailers. The trailer looked. I I wasn't as charmed, Mm. and I wasn't as emotionally moved as I wanted to be, and as much as I thought I was going to be. Um, the I think part of it had to do with the pacing. The pacing to me is very unusual, and it did yank me out of whatever emotion, whatever emotional train I was on. Yeah. The pacing, oh, I literally yanked me from the train. I was like, oh God, I was feeling something, but oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm kinda I'm kinda you're I'm getting restless. So the mo there, there was an a, a emotional momentum that every time I, I would start, the movie took me out of, unfortunately. Oh. And by the end of the movie where there is a resolution, I wasn't as impacted by it as I was hoping I would be. Um, ah, yeah. And you said this is uh, it's Korean. It are, yes. are there subtitles we're reading at some yes. point? So yeah, okay. I said that. At the be- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm There's, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, right. I must the, have missed that then. Oh, no, yeah. Right at the beginning, I just said, just like the French film. It's a okay. good question, Lex. Just like the French film, no. Just, no, yeah, that gotta there go into is, that. Yeah, you have to know there's 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 um eighty five percent of the time Okay you are reading subtitles. So this is as you as you say, you can't do laundry. Yeah. You you, you gotta really pay attention and be in the moment with these characters. Do you feel more chemistry as adults with the f- friend from Korea than her husband? Mm. As that an audience feel awkward. Yeah. You, I, you know, I got to tell you, I think the movie wants you to feel that way. Okay. I think the director. I'm just wondering if there's chemistry there between is. her and both there, of them. Oh, absolutely. But I will tell you, I felt more of a connection between the two actors, the, the American husband and her. Oh, okay. I, I felt more connected to that relationship. Um, The kids, the kids, when they show them as friends. Um, I was very invested. I was um, there. The South Korean scenes are beautiful and the families and seeing the culture. It's 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 uh, I was delighted, Um, but I became less a cheerleader. It's such a good question, Lux. I became less of a cheerleader for the for the childhood friends as the movie went on. I was rooting it because I think a lot of it went. We're talking past lives. If you just tuned in an Academy Award Best Picture nominee. And Greta uh, Lee's eight, in it too. Yeah, from A twenty four. Oh, A twenty four. Oh, yeah, cool. another A twenty four girl. Yeah, <laughs> getting well, it done. I'm very interested in seeing Past Lives because two of my favorite romantic movies are the film Brief Encounter and The Umbrellas of Cherbourg, which both have elements of that crossing paths. What if? Yes. Did I make the right decision? Kind of thing. So I'm very intrigued yeah. by checking out Past Lives because it does I, have shades of both those films. I think both of you would enjoy this. I think, I think both so of too. you. Yeah. yeah, Lex, it's 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 beautiful too. It's a beautiful film. It's a quiet film, very much like there's a lot of uh, the Academy uh, uh, Anatomy of a Fall, even though I hated it, um, and the, <laughs> the holdovers and this, you know, 
there are no uh, giant lizards. Uh, there are no uh, superheroes. There are no explosions. There are no, you know, no screaming. These are just quietly, quiet, beautiful films. And this is a beautiful film. Um, yeah. And the more I think about it, the more I, I almost capital L like it. Um, both of you will enjoy it. It's on again. Oh God. So confusing. Just go to Paramount plus and type in past lives for the love of <laughs> love of all that's good and holy, uh, past lives, uh, recommend it, recommend it. Yeah. Nice. We're going to take a break. I, uh, we recommend taking a break, right? Lex, we should take a break. That's right. Hey, let's do it. No, let's do it. We'll be back with the. T- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Let's get caught up with the big stories of the day in the Dirt Alert. With Holly Roberts. Oh, we're going to be talking some money stories, starting with Prince Harry this morning, receiving an interim payment of 400,000 pounds, which is roughly half a million dollars, in addition to substantial further damages in his phone hacking case against the British tabloid The Mirror, this according to his attorney. And this settlement will bring the lawsuit to a close. Now, according to the BBC, Prince Harry's lawyer told a judge this morning that Mirror Group Newspapers has agreed to pay Prince Harry damages and, quote, all the costs of his claim, including individual and common costs. Now, back in December, Prince Harry was awarded about $180,000 when a judge ruled that there had been extensive phone hacking between 2006 and 2011. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Get it, Harry. Yeah. Get it. He's getting it. Yep. I think it's good. Yeah. Now I think, it's, it, I think it's legitimate too. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, uh, phone hacking scandals and British tabloids, it's nothing new. It totally took down News of the World about 10 years ago. Very invasive practices of gathering information. And Prince Harry said he's not done yet. He's going to continue to fight back against the tabloid press. He said, I believe in positive change that it will bring for all of us. It's the very reason why I started this and why I will continue to see it through to the end. At a boy. Yeah. There you go. You do that. Let's stick on the money tip. We're going to play a game. Jason and Alexis, how much do you think Disney Plus spent for the rights to Taylor Swift's The Eras Tour, Taylor's Versions concert film? Oh. 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 $20 billion? (laughs) Uh, Maybe $2 billion. $2 billion, says Alexis. $100 million. Ooh, Jason, you're actually pretty close. Disney, 
is paying more than $75 million to Taylor Swift to exclusively stream Taylor Swift, the heiress tour, Taylor's version, excuse me, on Disney Plus starting on March 15th. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Now, Disney's not commenting on how they crossed the T's and dotted the lowercase J on that deal. But this heiress tour film will include five songs not in previous versions of the movie. Mm. Taylor Swift's people aren't talking either. I think they're just like, hey, we're going to let the film speak and sing for itself. Yeah, I wonder how many people this will bring to Disney Plus's yard to sign uh, up and watch it. Yeah. I, well, a lot. I mean, even if they just do it for a month. Yeah. I mean, these Swifties, if they want to see these five songs and look, the only way to do it, they they go to extraordinary wow. lengths for their girl. I can absolutely seeing them begging their parents to get Disney Plus if they don't already have it. And watching it over and over and over, over and again. over and over and over again. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Oh, yeah, I, you know, I'm not a Swifty and I'm even tempted to dip back in the Disney Plus pool to watch this movie. Yeah, it's the highest grossing concert film of all time. Yeah. What are we missing? Yeah. What are we missing? I would just like to experience that. And then I'd probably cancel the next day and then it'll be all good. But Disney would get that number. <laughs> You're not yeah. going to stick around for Spider-Man 3? You know, <laughs> you know, Alexis, Spider-Man Come on 3, now. the one with Tobey Maguire, yeah, the one Venom. with Venom. Yeah. You know, I saw it. It was kind of a turd. Is that what you're watching uh, right now? Yeah, it's been on repeat with the four-year-old. I can't even tell you how many times I've watched that now, but that is on Disney+. Plus, and I know it's quite an attractive project. Oh. Folks thinking about getting into Disney+. Plus. Yeah, well, there you go. But uh, So, yeah, I'm, I, I'm excited to see it myself. Yeah, I I'm, I might actually watch it on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. I'm not, because I'm not going to pay to rent it, but I, I I'm curious to see. She's, I mean, look, she's an industry upon herself. Yeah. I mean, the people that love her. And then I, I, on my uh, TikTok feed is, fil- I don't know why, my algorithm's so weird. Again, boxer puppies, uh, screaming oh. Karens, and uh, now uh, Taylor Swift haters Oh, post-Grammys. Okay. I'm like, searching? oh my God. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I really don't What's know. What's your algorithm doing over I there? I have no idea. <laughs> What? I watched. I watched the Monique interview. That's making news. Mm-hmm. That Monique. Uh, oh yeah. Trashing Was Oprah. Uh, yeah, trashing Oprah and DL, and then DL uh, responded trashing Monique. I watched that, and then boom! I was fed nothing but anti Oprah and anti Taylor. And with the anti Oprah videos, I'm thinking, girl, you are barking up the wrong tree with this so, guy. Yeah, you, you're yeah, a super TikTok. fan. Yeah, you uh, come on. Anyway. Oh man. Oh, well, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. And in that Monique interview, she has reignited her feud with Oprah. Yeah. You know, she's still upfront and vocal about the fact Monique saying that Oprah betrayed her. And this is what she had to say in this interview uh, that happened on Club Shay Shay. She said, see, when I speak about Oprah Winfrey and let me be clear that I love that sister. She said, I speak about that woman because she's spoken about me. So says Monique. And then she said, when you begin to speak about me privately, I'm going to speak about you publicly. Maybe alluding to the fact that Oprah had some words to say privately. Then Monique said, you know, uh, she that reignited that feud because this all stems back from when Monique didn't want to campaign for the Oscar 
when she starred in the movie Precious. And she was working with Tyler. The whole thing. I mean, there's a history there. Yeah. Yeah. And also that she was getting roles that were originally for Monique, but Oprah would call personally and get them. Yeah. Because of her connections. And specifically in the movie The Butler. Yeah. Where Oprah Winfrey starred opposite Terrence Howard and Monique was up for that role. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, so, that's Shay Shay's getting all the interviews, isn't he? Uh, <laughs> well, and the DL's response, because I love DL. DL's yeah. response I watched, and I'm like, ooh. What was that in a nutshell? Oh, he is calling Monique a liar. Saying that um, it's no coincidence that whenever Monique is around, there's turmoil. He said uh, that Monique's children don't talk to her, and that's a sign. I mean, I'm paraphrasing everyone, but look at, uh, watch DL's response. It's like, ooh, two sides of a story, and then in the middle, there's the truth. So, yeah. Wow. Anyway. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, Lex and I are going to lose. I mean, we're going to try to win weekly trivia face-off. We're going to give it our all. (laughs) We'll be right back. Hey, it's Jason for MSP. List after list MSP is voted one of the best, if not the best, airport in North America. And I know. You know, I don't need a list to tell me that. I see it. I'm there all of the time. At least one or two weekends a month, I'm at MSP. And I'm at MSP early to take advantage of everything. The art installations. I... Uh, hang out in the bathroom. I I look at the bathrooms, the beautiful bathrooms, the award-winning bathrooms, 125 restaurants and shops, the print shop, Hammer Made, and more. And again, it's the home of one of the newest Delta Sky Clubs and the convenience. You can reserve your parking space in the ramps ahead of time. Did you know that? And you can reserve your place in the security line. Go to MSPAirport.com for all of this and more helpful tips. Trust me, from ticketing to takeoff, MSP is the best. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Again, time now for the weekly trivia. Jason and Alexis versus everybody in a pop culture quiz thing. Powered by Trivia Mafia. Here's your host, Holly Roberts. Now make like a woman whose neighbor has a pet chimpanzee and face off. It's Friday. It's 8.30. It's the Jason and Alexis show. That means it's time for weekly trivia face-off. Powered by Trivia Mafia. Where Jason and Alexis go head-to-head with special celebrity guests about trivia about all sorts of things. And today, in honor 
of the sacred holiday that is happening this Sunday, Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday. We are doing Super Bowl halftime trivia, and our special guests this week are Declan from Score North and our very own Mike Ganger. Everyone, welcome to the game! Very excited. Very oh. excited. Thrilled to have you. Thrilled to have you. Yes, thrilled to Mike, have you. Mike, I don't know if thrilled is the word for you. Oh, but come I mean, on now. Yeah, no, no, we love you, Mike. No, we love you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, Declan, sports expert over at Score North, this is your first time playing weekly trivia face-off. How are you feeling this morning? I'm feeling I'm feeling good. You know, I, I love talking the sports ball with with my sister station at my talk. So, you know, that Mackie and Judd, they're fine. You know, I work with them five days, maybe six days a week even. <laughs> so this is a nice little curveball, nice little change of pace for me. I don't mind waking up a little bit early to do some trivia with you guys. Look at you. Awesome. Look how Thanks. nice. Yes. Oh, uh, now Declan, I'm not sure if you're aware, but your partner in today's game, Mike Ganger, was talking smack. Oh, God. Yesterday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, actually, he was gloating and bloating about how good he is at Super Bowl halftime show trivia. Mike, can you you confirm that? Let me clear this up. It was a few days ago, (laughs) and I may or may not have gotten off an airplane seven hours prior to that from a long weekend in Las Vegas. So I was still feeling pretty good about myself, if you know what I mean. Um, But uh, I driving in today, I heard that my favorite nonprofit up with people is not going to be a question, and that made me really disappointed. Oh, goodness. Now, Jason and Alexis played some practice trivia in the first hour of today's show. Yeah. Are you still feeling confident? No. We're <laughs> <laughs> scared! No. Oh, well, let's, no. let's get right to it. Let's set the rules of the game. There are ten questions in our weekly trivia face-off. Each team will play three questions in our first round and then two questions in the second round, the second half of today's game. We'll be alternating questions between teams, so I'll ask Jason and Alexis their question, then Declan and Mike. Teams have 20 seconds to submit their answer. Your 20 seconds begins after I've asked the question in full. you got to say final answer. Answer to submit your answer. And if you don't submit the answer before your 20 seconds is up or you're wrong, the opposing team can steal the question and they've got 10 seconds to do that. They get it right. The opposing team scores the point. The most points at the end of the game, that team wins. Simple as that. All right. Woo! Jason and Alexis, are you ready? Yeah! For your first Super Bowl halftime show question. Yeah! Let us begin. The timer begins after I ask the question in full. Last year's show was the most watched Super Bowl halftime show ever, and it also doubled as a pregnancy announcement for its headline entertainer. Name that entertainer. (gasps) Rihanna! Final answer! Yes, there it is! Rihanna! Look at that! Coming in hot! Okay, yeah, well, that was like, I think my four-year-old could have answered that, but okay. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, spell halftime. I yeah. <laughs> that comes oh. a Super Bowl seven question for us. I'm ready for yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. All right, Declan and Mike, here is your they first. They get harder, though. That's true. They get subsequently harder, but here's your first question, Declan and Mike, about Super Bowl halftime shows. Usher will headline this year's Super Bowl halftime show. He co-headlined the show once before in 2011. In what Rolling Stone called the ghastliest halftime show in sports history. I got a feeling he didn't have such a good, good night on that one. Who were Usher's co-headliners that year? A good, good night. That would be in the gas reference. That's the Black Eyed Peas, I'm pretty sure. Referencing having a good, good night. Oh, that's a good good call. I kind of like that. Isn't that the song they got? 
Madonna was 2012. He wasn't. Yeah, I think I think B. Five seconds. Go with Black Eyed Peas. Final answer. Black Eyed Peas. Final answer. Let's go. Teamwork. Look, Lex, look at that teamwork with the dudes. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Love it. All right, Jason and Alexis, teamwork makes a dream work. Here's your second Super Bowl halftime show question. The FCC received more than 1,300 complaints following the 2020 Super Bowl in Miami, mostly from viewers who were offended by all the pole dancing. It was a dual bill that year. Name either of the two headliners of that performance. Shakira. Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. Yeah, final answer! Shakira, Shakira. Yes, her hips yeah. don't lie, and neither no, do Jennifer don't. Lopez's, who was yeah. doing... She was the one who was doing that uh, aerial pole dancing. And she yeah. wanted to do it by herself, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember that? Alright, so, Jason and Alexis, you have two points. Mike and Declan have a point. Let's see if they can tie up today's game by answering this question correctly. The 2009 headliner made some headlines of his own when he slid crotch first into the camera during 10th Avenue Freeze Out. Name that artist. 10th Avenue Freeze Out. Head first crotch. JT was here in Minneapolis. Yep. Trying to think of who would have who would have had a that was first. Oh, eight. Uh, God. Oh, eight. Oh, boy. Crotch first. Five seconds. Mick Jagger, final answer. Uh, For the steal. Good guess. Oh. Face 2009. Who's, who's crotch out? Is that Lenny? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Who would have his crotch out like that? Um, um, Lenny Kravitz, final answer. Time's up. And no. Uh, we all remember Lenny Kravitz and his leather pants. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't crotch. the right year, though, was it? But that crotch belonged to Bruce Springsteen. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. He didn't pull a Lenny Kravitz, nor did he pull a Drake. But we saw his <laughs> crotch with pants. All right, nobody got that point. That's okay. Jason and Alexis, you are still in the lead. He is the boss, you know. That's right. He is the boss. All right, your third question, Jason and Alexis. Okay. In our Super Bowl halftime show, weekly trivia face-off is the following question. The 2001 halftime show was truly insane, and it culminated in Aerosmith, NSYNC, Mary J. Blige, Britney Spears, and Nelly, all jamming on a song that Aerosmith once performed with Run DMC. What song was it? Walk This Way. Walk This Way. Final answer. answer. Walk this way! Ah! That was Jesus so fun. All really? I'm thinking of is rock and roller coaster at Disney, but that's fine. I, no matter how. <laughs> yeah, all roads lead back to Disney. Yeah, I was exactly. going to say no rock and roll yeah. Hall of Fame, no Toy yeah. Stadium no, tours, no. no nothing. Rock and roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> that's a roller coaster, but you know what, Jason? You got to the drawer and it got to the point. You are in the lead with three points Honestly, right now. Yeah. Thank you. However, we get there. Nah. All right, Mike and Declan. Here's yes. your last question. Before we go to break, in WTF, our weekly trivia face-off, Super Bowl halftime show questions. This year marks the 20th anniversary of a Super Bowl halftime show that resulted in one of its headliners appearing in the Guinness Book of World Records under the heading, Most Search News Item in Internet History. Name that performer. The Janet Jackson performance. This is like the birth of YouTube. So Janet Jackson, final answer. 
Declan going in with the final answer. Well done, Janet Daxon. Most searched news item on the internet. They want to see nipples. Yeah. Yeah. And now they want to see Drake. (laughs) I mean, look, nipples, crotches, Drake. Got it all here on the morning. Trivia Bobby knows what they're doing when they're writing these questions. (laughs) Oh, but we are at the halftime of our own Super Bowl halftime show weekly trivia face-off. Jason and Alexis are in the lead right now with three points. Declan and Mike got two points, but guess what? It's still legitimately anybody's game. And we have to go pay some bills, but when we come back, are we going to talk more crotches, Drake, nipples? I don't know. The only way you're going to find out is if you stay tuned right here on Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. Hey everyone, it's Alexis. Last year I enrolled in My Genetics by Health Partners to get a better understanding of my genetic health risks. This community health research study with no cost genetic testing can help detect, prevent, and treat risks before they arise. But I also got to learn more about my ancestry breakdown and lots of interesting genetic traits, like if I'm prone to snoring, my caffeine metabolism, and even my earwax type. To learn more, visit healthpartners.com slash your genes. Time for the thrilling conclusion of weekly trivia. Base. Powered by Trivia Mafia. Back to you, Holly. Oh, thank you, Rocco. It is another thrilling game of weekly trivia face-off. Powered by Trivia Mafia. And hey, look, if you love Trivia Mafia, you're going to love Trivia Mafia. And if you love trivia, they run live trivia events all over the Twin Cities. And it's always free to play. And it's always an awesome time. Go to TriviaMafia.com to learn more. Go Trivia Mafia! And when we went to break, oh boy, what a thrilling match we have this morning. Jason and Alexis have three points. Declan and Mike have two points. So it really, truly is anybody's game. And I have to say, Jason and Alexis and Declan and Mike, you guys have all been crushing it this morning. Well, thank you, Holly. Holly. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Now, as we said earlier, the questions get progressively more difficult as we move yeah. on uh, through our Trivia Mafia game. <laughs> so, now you're screwed. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holly. Yeah. Thanks, Holly. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. All right, so let's see. Who is going to win today's game? We're going to go to Jason and Alexis. We have our fourth Super Bowl halftime show question for Jason and Alexis. Here we go. The 1993 Super Bowl is largely considered the birth of the modern halftime show. One of the planet's biggest stars headlined that year and opened the show by standing perfectly still for nearly two minutes while screaming fans flooded the field. Who was that performer? (laughs) Uh, That would be Michael Jackson. And he he heed uh, for hours and <laughs> final answer. Final answer. He he hoo hoo shamon. Yes, that was Michael Jackson, and I believe he was performing at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena that uh, oh, year. I think you. Oh, I think you're right. It, yeah. Does the host get bon? Does yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> he get bonus? Does the host oh, get yeah. bonus points for that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? We learned in the first hour of our Trivia Mafia game. Fun fact, doing trivia is that the reason 
mm-hmm. that the Super Bowl hired Michael Jackson per- to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show is because the previous year, their halftime show got beat out in the ratings by a special edition of In Living Color. So they were mm-hmm. like, we are not even going to risk it. Uh-uh. We are going to book Michael Jackson and he's going to hee hee. All, all the way you can, to You can blame the school. Metrodome, too, because exactly. that was when the Super Bowl was in Minneapolis. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let, let, blame them. Everyone's like, oh, I miss the Metrodome. No one misses the Metrodome, okay? No one misses the Metrodome. <laughs> Who's saying that? I like to rollerblade there. Oh, my God. And that's Alexis. why I miss it. And that's it. <laughs> all right. Well, look, Jason Lexus, you got that point easy. Let's see if Declan and Mike have just an easy time with their fourth question about Super Bowl halftime shows. Here we go. With... When, excuse me, the headliner of the 2012 Super Bowl halftime show entered the field, she struck a pose atop a golden throne that was being pulled by 100 bare-chested Roman gladiators. Name the singer. Uh, Madonna, right? Madonna, yeah. And I think I said that earlier, so yeah. Madonna, final answer. Madonna, final answer, yes. Good answer. Yes. Oh, Oh, that was amazing. That was such a good show. Oh, Oh, that was a great one. Oh, so many good Super Bowl halftime performances. (laughs) What's that, that, Michael? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you smooth criminal, you. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Michael. All right, so we have one more question each for each team. Oh, God. Okay. Now, Jason and Alexis, you have to stick the landing on this for the win. Oh, God. If you don't do that, Declan and Mike can steal the point away from you, and then they can possibly take the win. Lex. <gasps> okay. No pressure okay. here. No pressure. <laughs> and, he, and Michael, you got to be quiet. You can't help them out. There's no phone a friend. No phone a friend in this. Okay. Here we go. Our last question for Jason and Alexis in our weekly trivia face-off. The 2016 halftime show had three headliners. Two of them were Bruno Mars and Coldplay. Uh, nobody really cared about them. Because the third performer used the event to announce her new album and tour, both of which became the year's best sellers. Who is she? Her name is Beyonce. Final answer. Yeah. Queen Bee. The Beehive has spoken. And the Beehive is correct. Michael didn't even need to help. (laughs) Michael, we know it's Beyonce. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, we got it. But guess what? You know what? That means Jason and Alexis are this week's winners. Wow. In our Super Bowl. In our Super Bowl halftime show weekly trivia face-off. But you know what, Declan and Mike? Yeah. You did a good job. You did such a good job that we're going to let you finish the Aww, game. That's yeah. nice of you. Yeah. Thanks. We've got yeah. one more. Leave. <laughs> no, please don't leave. Please yeah, don't, don't leave. leave. <laughs> <laughs> Declan and Mike, you know, for funsies, yeah. we've got one more Super Bowl halftime show question just for you. The 2007 Super Bowl featured the only halftime show to date to be interrupted by a rainstorm. It routinely tops the list of the best Super Bowl halftime shows ever. What artist played through the rainstorm? Obviously, Prince. That's Prince, yeah. yep. This Purple is, Rain this in is Miami. The one. This is the best one ever. Warner Prince. Final answer. I mean, look Woo-hoo! at that. Look at that. You didn't even have to phone your friend Michael Jackson to get that one right either. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. Oh, yeah, he's gone. <laughs> I got you. I was waiting for it too. I was like, oh, yep. he's coming. 
Oh. Oh. Jason and Alexis with five points. Declan and Mike with four points. Jason and Alexis, how do you feel about your win today? Lex, how do you feel? I'm feeling pretty good. I Uh, do too. Yeah, considering it was really not feeling great coming into this. No, no, no. Yes. Especially after those practice rounds, Holly, you were making that one difficult. And now, Jason and Alexis, now that you've won the weekly trivia face-off Super Bowl halftime show, what are you going to do next? Jason? We're going to Disney World. Let's go. <laughs> thank you guys, Mike. Of course. Declan, thank you guys so much for playing. Sorry you lost, but it's all right. you know, Nicely you done. know, next time. Thank you. Tenth Avenue, Tenth Avenue freeze out. I'll never forget who sung that. We're good to go. Yeah, exactly. That's going to do it for us today and this week. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong, right, Lex? That's right, UBU. Have a fantastic day, a fantastic weekend. We love you so very much. Don and Steve experience up next. Bye for now.